right? So it's just this this like whole idea of like in custom individualized health mm-hmm. is like that's the direction that the market's going anyways. Yeah. Um, and that's where I'm like people argue online like forever about the best methodologies, and I'm just like guys like you got to understand your body, yeah. and so you got to get your testing getting done. testing done. Yeah getting, getting clarity on you and your problems and working with somebody, working with a coach. Like I hired a coach, I invested because our heart follows our treasure and I won't take something seriously unless I pay for it. Welcome to Big Business Mistakes, hosted by Brandon and Kaylin Poulin. Hear the most successful entrepreneurs tell jaw-dropping stories and lessons behind their biggest business mistakes so that you don't make them. Ditch the fake highlight reel and get the raw truths and golden lessons of what it actually takes to scale your business from those who have done it. This is Big Business Mistakes. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Big Business Mistakes show. I'm Brandon Poulin. This is your co-host, Kaylin Poulin. Yeah, so good to be here with you guys. We're pumped today. We're going to be talking about secret health hacks for busy entrepreneurs. Ooh, all the hacks. We got any busy entrepreneurs out there? (laughs) Need more time? Yeah. Health is wealth, guys. Let's go. (laughs) So this is going to be a fun one. We're going to dive into a lot. This is like so natural for us Mm -hmm. because like we've been in the health industry for a decade. Yes. We had a health company. We helped 700,000 people with their health. Mm-hmm. You're an IFB pro, IFBB pro. Yeah. International Federation of Bodybuilding. Yeah. Well, you, not currently. I don't hold my status anymore, but. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You have to like hold it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. What do you have to do to hold it? Uh, I don't Just sign a paper once a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Send in your 50 bucks. Oh, you didn't send in your 50 bucks? <laughs> no. Is that right? So yeah. you can't have like the title on your like Instagram now? No, I mean, you you could say that because, like, you've achieved it once. But, like, yeah. you, I couldn't just go compete in a show right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, which you're never going to do again. Right. Right. So, guys, we like. talk about that. So, so we we had a health business for a year or for a decade, yeah, basically. Yeah, for a year. <laughs> like, we started in health. Mm-hmm. I was 17 when I signed up for a health network marketing company. Illegally signed up. Illegally. And then we went and, and built um you're really, 17, you would have been the fastest growing health company in the country mm-hmm. at the time. Yep. Right, Lady Boss. And then, but before that, you won your pro card. Yeah, I actually was uh, 65 pounds overweight. And I was like the person who would sit and eat a five pound tub of cookie dough watching TV. And I would just, you know, the ones you get at Walmart, the yellow bucket, that's just like straight up cookie dough. I was in a, I would literally sit in front of the TV and like eat a whole thing of that. I would go to uh, Wendy's and get like the quadruple baconator. We're going right into the health hacks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm setting setting the stage for like who I was before we're like, (laughs) Oh, we've been in health and we've been experts for this long, but I'm just saying I didn't start there. I was like eating quadruple baconators every night. And then I would go over to Frisch's because they have the best cheesecake. And so I would get my burger, uh, from Wendy's and then I would go over to Frisch's and get the cheesecake. And I would do that like every single day. And I was eating fast food, like literally twice, three times a day. That's all I ate. See, it's so, it's so interesting because for me, like I could not eat easily Yeah. because I just get busy and I'm like, I don't, I don't even think about it. Yeah. I like, don't even care. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's where you I, started. I like couldn't do things without like having food. Yeah. And I was drinking like, I don't know, 
I would go, like, you guys know Polar Pops at Circle K? Like, I would go, we had one of those, uh, like, a Circle K on campus, and I would get the big 44-ounce Coke, like, not Diet Coke, not Coke Zero, Coke, and I would fill that thing up, like, three or four times a day. Like, I was never without a 44 ounces of Coke in my cup at any point in time. The only time I ever did that was when I was a kid, and we could, my mom, like, let us ride our bikes. We mm -hmm. snuck off to the gas station, which we were not supposed to go to, and then we would hide, like, Coke and candy bars in our room. Yeah. That was like, but I only did it just to rebel. It's not because yeah. I even wanted the Coke or the candy no, bars like that much. I was literally addicted to food and it's addicted crazy. to sugar. So, so guys, we're going to dive into like health hacks. We're going to talk about how to compress time with health. Mm -hmm. Cause I think a lot of people feel like, like I don't have enough time to do all these things. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, look, we're not, we're not Andrew Huberman. Yeah. Like we're not, we're this not, just what works si we're not us. sitting here with yeah. like all your peer reviewed studies and all that, but what I have done is I've taken a lot of really incredible experts, a decade of experience. Mm -hmm. I think we look pretty good. Yeah. I think we walk it out pretty well, mm -hmm. right? I'm gonna show you guys a routine that we use, yeah. that I use. Um, and so we're gonna like dive into like tactical stuff, but also mm -hmm. like the principles of just trying so many things and also helping. Like we had, uh, we had a high ticket health program. We've helped yeah. thousands of people one-on-one -on -one, over 700,000 people, mm -hmm. one to many. Mm -hmm. Like we've and had generalized health. We've had dietitians, doctors, um, people with master's degrees, master's degrees on staff, and so I think we've got a lot of experience there. But like, I want to make this practical, yeah, for everybody. And I would just say you'd said we're not the Andrew Humorman, but I would say that everything that we do, like when you talk about some of the more crunchy things, like red light therapy and that kind of stuff, it's like, <laughs> but we have reviewed the things of yes. the studies and the results and what it says. So yes, like yes. We, we're not gonna be able to explain it like Andrew does, but we're just gonna tell you like, we did the research on it, it made sense to us and it's worked for us. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, that sounds cool, let's do it. Like yeah. we put the research and the time into why it's in our routine. And to note though, as well, is that there's not some like specific philosophy that we subscribe to, right? like keto or carnivore mm -hmm. or whatever. Yep. Like we've tried so many different things mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, and I switch over the seasons, Yep. right? Like I was intermittent fasting for years mm -hmm. and I don't anymore yep. and I'll get into that, but mm -hmm. like, that's just like, I, like, I think it's awesome. There is you, one that we just subscribed to. You know what, you know what the biggest realization, and we came to this having a health company, mm -hmm. we just came to the fact that like, whatever program that you will actually stick to mm -hmm. is the best program. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not the program, it's you. It's yeah, like, <laughs> like it's never the program. It's mm -hmm. always you. Always. But everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Right. Just like every business is different. Mm -hmm. Everybody's body is different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the realization, like just through this last 10 years in the health industry that like I've really come to is that what works for somebody doesn't work for somebody else, mm -hmm. but it's always you. It's not the program. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Like, and you, maybe you do a program and then you transition cause you get bored. Mm -hmm. Right. That's like what, what, what's happened a lot for us. Yeah. So so you you got your IFPB Pro card. What was that like? So uh, after I lost, you guys, if you haven't yet, like if you're at a computer, Google Kaylin, Kaylin Pool and IFPB Pro. Oh. Check out the picture of her. She's like insanely <laughs> it was jacked. Like nine percent body fat. Um, like incredible. Yeah, and uh, well, after I lost the sixty five pounds, I was like, I want to take this to the next level. So I was like, I lost weight. It was probably like I had lost like fifty pounds at this point, fifty five pounds. And I said, I want to take it to the next level. Like what else could I do? Cause even though I'd lost weight, I, I still, I was still kind of like, we use the term, um, like, um, like skinny fat, 
right? It was like, it, I was still in the same body. Like I still had like, like, um, uh, like fat hanging out places cause I hadn't toned up, right? I didn't have muscle tone in my body. And so I was like, I wanna take it to the next level where now I'm not just like a shrunken version of the one that I was before. Like I wanna get fit and tone. And so I said, okay, I opened my big mouth and was like, I'm gonna compete in a fitness show. And, and by fitness, I mean, not like, uh, bikini. I'm talking like the girls that actually have like muscle on their body, um, and compete in a show. And I just wanted to do it for like a huge challenge. And if I could just step on stage in a bathing suit in front of, you know, a like hundreds of people, like that would be the win for me. But I treated it like it was, I am going to win this show. Like I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it. And so sure enough, like I spent, I spent like 36 weeks or something going without carbs. And we'll get to like why you shouldn't cut out things in a minute, but I went like 30 weeks where I could have like eight grams of carbs a day and they all came from spinach. I could only have a tablespoon of almond butter once a week. I could have a fourth a cup of rice once a week. And all I ate was like packets of plain tuna because I couldn't even have the flavored ones because it was too much sodium. So I could only have plain tuna or like chicken with nothing on it with pepper on it and broccoli, which I freaking hate broccoli. I can't stand it. And like tilapia. And so I go and compete my first uh, show. Tilapia. Yeah. I compete my first show and walking on stage was the win. Um, walking on stage was definitely the win for me. And that was my only expectation. It was like, I just want to get on the stage. And then you won. And then I won. Yeah, I won my class and I won the overall for the entire show. Meaning my little five foot two body versus the five foot fives versus the five foot nines versus yeah. the six foot plus uh, and the and the five two and shorter. I won the entire overall of the whole show, which gave me a bid to nationals. And everyone said, don't do it, don't do it. Like you're never gonna win, it's so political. I've been competing for 10, 15 years and I've never won, I've never even placed, blah, 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 don't do it. And I was like, for me, I was like, why wouldn't I do it? Someone has to win, might as well be me. Like, why wouldn't I do it? I believe that I can. And it's so crazy thinking back now because if you reversed like a year from that moment, I was the least confident person. I would have never believed I could do something like that. And so my health literally changed my mentality and my perspective on myself and the things that I could accomplish. And so I went to that show and ended up winning um, my class at that show, which gave me my IFBB Pro Card and set a world record for the fastest IFBB Pro Card ever won in the world. And at that moment, I was like, I don't wanna do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I want to go help women that are just like me get up off the couch. I don't have an interest in the in building fitness. I have an interest in helping the woman that was just like me in the in the fast food drive through drinking forty four ounce cokes three times a day. Like I have an interest in in helping her be able to to start a health journey. Yeah. Well, so so me, um, my parents owned a gym. Yeah. Right when I was in high school, and that's mm -hmm. when I started lifting weights, and like. I've been, I was blessed that way. My brother taught me how to train mm -hmm. and I've been working out consistently. Like I'll miss a week or two or maybe three, mm -hmm. but there hasn't been a month where I didn't touch weights mm -hmm. since I was like 18. Yeah. Right. So that's, what's so cool is like, I remember going to the gym and being like seeing guys that were just jacked and they were old, mm -hmm. like older, like forties, fifties. And I'm like, they're just so jacked. And I would, I was like, Hey dude, like, how do you look like that? He's like, I've been laying a foundation for 30 years. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like for guys, we're like, we just, we want to have abs and big arms. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. that's all guys want. You should also train your legs though. You should ab absolutely train your legs. Right. I got my shorties on. Like <laughs> I don't got much. I got a little bit bigger. They're getting bigger. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
It's hard when you stand next to uh, your wife who has just like naturally thick thighs, you know? Yep. So jacked. <laughs> jacked. Yeah, like she's muscular. Like you can see it. Like she's got, <laughs> but I'm stronger. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm like, I told, I told hey, in the beginning, you weren't, though. I know. You were like, I was like you Kaylin, have to stop training, stop training your arms. Stop training your arms. Because <laughs> they're bigger than mine. You're making me look bad. <laughs> It was a legit conversation. Oh, it was. Like, and your biceps are never allowed to be bigger than mine. And I was like, all right. So I literally so stopped stop, training and biceps. And then I'll train mine. <laughs> it's actually true. I'm not ashamed to admit that either. I'm good with it. Well, you met me right after I won that pro card. So yeah. like I was the fittest of my life when I met you. Yeah. When I met you, you were eating like giant trays of tilapia. You were waking up at like four in the morning, doing 90 minutes of cardio on a stair, stair mill. Yeah. And like, like it was, I had never seen anything like that. I was like, yeah. who is this woman? Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I thought it was cool. Like, I appreciate it. It definitely kicked me into gear. Yeah. Right. And then we ended up doing that Vi model show. Mm -hmm. It was like uh, the company, the network marketing company we were in did like a model competition. And I got down to like, what was I at? I don't remember. I don't know. I was super lean. Like there's a picture of it. It's pretty Probably cool. Like six. 6% 6 body fat. Yeah. But it's crazy how it messes with your mind. Yeah. Right. Like fitness competitions are insane. Like. Mm -hmm. The, first of all, like you're dehydrated and depleted and like half dead when you like actually- You're closer to death than life when you yeah, step on stage. Right, and you look like that for two days. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, you, you still look good, but it fills in yeah. and it messes with your mind. Even as a guy, like I've never had any kind of like body dysmorphia, any mm -hmm. kind of like that. But, yeah. but after I did that photo shoot and that model thing, I was like, every time I looked at myself, I was like, I look like crap. Mm. Like it took a while for me to be like, I look good. Yeah. And it I, wasn't like, it wasn't like serious or anything like that. Um, which I'm, you know, I'm fortunate, like, I guess, cause I know a lot of people struggle with that, mm -hmm. but, but it's kind of wild. So we like, we esteem people in these magazines, but the reality is mm -hmm. they look like that for two days. Yeah. They're taking water pills to delete all, deplete yeah. all of the water out of their body. Mm -hmm. So they look all like vascular and jacked and like, you know, the day after the shoot, they don't look like that anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is that like false image. And so I think we've been really just chasing health mm -hmm. now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I aesthetically, like I want to have abs and big arms mm -hmm. or at least like, you know, in my shirt, mm -hmm. big arms for a, a 155 guy, you know, yeah. like, so in my shirt, like it looks like I, you know, like I'm after that. Yeah. Well, for me, it was, it, be, it had become an addiction. Like it was an addiction for me. Like I couldn't do anything in my day if I did not work out first, which to the outside looking in, people might say like, oh, I wish that I had that. Like, I wish I was just like, I want to work out. I want to do it. But it was such an escape for me because if I could go work out, like I would just leave in the middle of the day and just like go work out. Like it was like, it, it was this an addi addiction that? that I had because, because, because it was like, I esteemed what my body looked like. So like, it, it's like the, the standard I held to myself. And like, if, it, if I had too much water yesterday or I had a steak or, oh my gosh, God forbid, I like ate some dessert at dinner. It was like, I have to go burn it off. It was an anxiety for me oh, of like, yeah. I was losing this body image that is impossible to maintain. I remember after my show, um, you know, I'm, the week of my show, four days before I'm only allowed, like three days before I'm only allowed like caps of water. Like I can't even drink water and you're so dehydrated and you're literally just sipping caps of water only when you need it, only when you feel like you have to have it and you're about to die <laughs> that you can have caps of water. And then two days after my show, after actually having some food, having like two bites of pizza, I remember looking in the mirror and being like, oh my gosh, I'm getting fat. And so there was this like unhealthy relationship I had with my body of like, of it wasn't okay to just 
look normal, like still have six pack abs, but not having like veins popping out of my abs. That became such an addiction for me of like, I have to hold this standard because what'll people think of me if I don't have a six pack now? If I like, you know, like, are people gonna think I let myself go? And I'm, and when I when I say this, I'm talking, I still have veins popping out everywhere in my body. Like I'm like 10% body fat and in my head, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, what are people gonna think? And so it was more mm. not doing it for the health, not working out in a healthy way. It was me having to work out and do those things every day because it was almost like I was punishing myself for the thing that I ate or or having like too much water or having sodium or having a steak at dinner and not taking a Tupperware to a restaurant. Yeah. If for me, it was like, the, like a punishment, not a release. It's almost like your health should be a catalyst for mm -hmm. energy and vitality in your yep. life, but not an end. Yes, it's a means. And it was an end to, it's a me. means to an mm -hmm. end, but not an end itself. Yep. It was priority number yeah. one. Nothing else is important. Like I will sacrifice everything to like keep my six pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then I remember one day I was just like, I feel I'm not. I'm like missing out on all the good things of life. You know, like I'm yeah. like missing out on things like. I'm, I'm saying no to dinners with people because like, I, I, I don't want, I don't feel like taking Tupperwares to the, to a nice fine dining restaurant. Or like, I remember people celebrating and like getting a bottle of wine and like wanting to celebrate something. And I was like, no, I won't. I couldn't have a glass of wine. Like I couldn't just like, I was in a place where I felt like if I had one thing, I would lose everything mm. because I had been 65 pounds overweight that I thought if I let one thing, if I enjoyed one thing, then everything would unravel, that my body would change overnight, that I would be, go back to being 65 pounds overweight overnight. And it was extremely unhealthy place to be. See, and like, that's how I felt sometimes in business mm -hmm. where like, if I let off the gas just a little bit, yeah. or if I'm not like intense and focused and obsessed, mm -hmm. then like the whole business is gonna unravel. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And it's so, so interesting. Like I felt the same way in that. Mm -hmm. So so when we talk about when we talk about health hacks, right? Like what are what are some of the biggest things that just overall concepts that you've realized in the last decade and getting your pro card and just like that other people can can kind of glean from? Mm, I would say number one, everyone thinks that like getting up and working out in the morning or working out like takes away from your day, that it takes energy from you. Like, oh, if I go work out, then I'll have less energy for my day because I'm gonna expend all of that energy in a workout, right? And it's actually the opposite. So when you are working out, like if you make the time, sort the calendar to have time to work out, it actually gives you more energy for the rest of the day. Like your body yeah. goes to a place where it's like, okay, let's do more. Like you start training your body into like expecting more, challenging yourself more, like moving more and doing more. Um, and so I would just say that working out and putting a focus on your health and doing these things actually gives you more energy. It doesn't take all the endorphins that start to come out. You're like in a better mood. You're in a better place. You're in better, you have a better, uh, better mental health, right? And also better physical health where you can push your body to new limits. Yeah. But, but it actually rolls into your day, um, giving you more energy for what you're doing and not taking away. So I would say that that's like one just general myth about like finding time to work out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and on that, like for entrepreneurs, this has always been interesting for me. I mean, I've taken care of my health because I've been in the health industry. I've worked out, right, the last decade and cared about it and put an emphasis on it. Mm -hmm. But I still struggle with that sometimes in the morning is like, I'm, oh, I'm taking time away from my business mm -hmm. to work out. And like, I'll limit the time of my workout because I know I need to get into work. Mm -hmm. 
And so just even for me, like that's such, such a good reminder yeah. for what's important. And one of the things that's great, one of our clients and a good friend of ours, John Madsen, he's got a, a training company, um, superhuman, amazing, uh, uh, health company for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And he's always like, he has, has this kind of metaphor of like the guy at the pool mm -hmm. with the Rolex. Yeah. And the, and the, belly, and the, and and the, beer, and belly. the beer belly. And you're like, it's like you have the earnings potential of a multi-million dollar racehorse. Mm -hmm. Why are you not treating your body like a multi-million like multi dollar racehorse? Mm -hmm. Or you have all of this intense discipline in this one area, like in a business area, but like you can't just like control what you put in your mouth, right? Yep. Like it's crazy how some people can be so disciplined in one area of life. Mm -hmm but in the others, they fall completely flat. Yeah, and most of the time it's because people think they're so different, but really they're like so similar, like the disciplines, you know? But when it comes to like food, food is always around, you know, food is always there. Like there's always temptation in it. But what's crazy is like the same discipline that has you do the things in your business, you can harness to do in your health at the same time. Yeah. But so, you just need to systematize it like you do your business. And right. Right, right. So what, one of the biggest realizations that I've had in just educating myself is I think number one is whatever's going to work for you right now is what you should do. Yeah. Right. Cardio is not better than HIIT, is not better than weight training, is not better than like they're all good. And yes, there's different benefits. Like yeah. weight training is going to burn calories for longer because your muscle mass is going to just by, by um, just existing and having more muscle, you'll burn more calories over time. Yeah. Yes but cardio is amazing for your health mm -hmm. and your heart yep. and your organs. Right. And like, so like there's, there's differences, but at the end of the day, like it's so stupid to argue about is, what you should do is weight training or swimming, or it's like, whatever you're going to do, mm -hmm. just do that. Yeah. Like, even if it's walking, like a good friend of ours, Pete Vargas, like he's lost what, like 30 pounds, yeah. 30 pounds yeah. in like the last, however many months just walking. Yeah. Like he just, it. he just gets up and goes and he walks and does calls while he's walking. And that's mm -hmm. all he does. And it's like, it doesn't freaking matter what you do. Just like get up and go do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's, so that's, that's one. The second one I want to say, and this is a big realization with food and aesthetics is that the way you look mm -hmm. right is a caloric equation. It's just calories. It doesn't matter if you eat a thousand calories of Oreos mm -hmm. or a thousand calories of spinach. Mm -hmm. It is going to, look on your body exactly the same, right? And so it's it's just being in a deficit. That's how you lose weight. It's being in deficit. Now, the other side of that coin is the Oreos other have a different impact. <laughs> so the other side, of the, like I would say the uh, adjacent to that, right? Adjacent to that is that your muscular tone and, and your, muscular, your muscular system, mm -hmm. right? Is going to look different depending on what type of exercising you're doing, mm -hmm. right? Like if you just run, like yeah. what do runners look like? Mm -hmm. Like if yeah. you sprint, yeah. look, what do sprinters look yeah. like? What do running backs look like? What are, what do <laughs> jujitsu guys look like? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so you're you, the way, the way that you train or whatever exercise you do is going to, is going to develop the way that your body looks, mm -hmm. but your body fat percentage and your, your aesthetic overall, the way your body looks is really, if you want it, if you want it to, to lower, it's it's a calorie equation. That's all it is. So it actually doesn't matter what you eat in terms of how you look, yeah. right? It matters what exercise you do and how much you eat, period. Yeah. But then on the flip side, mm -hmm. right? 
on the flip side, how you feel yep. and the health of your body. The internal health. The internal Not just health, like the aesthetic, physical. Right. Is going to be simply the quality of the nutrition that you're eating, mm -hmm. right? And there's 5 million opinions about keto, carnivore diet, vegan. Yeah. Oh my, it's like overwhelming, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. so what I would say, and so recently, I'll kind of share like an experience recently is that um, recently, like last year, 2022, I kept getting sick constantly. All the time. It's like you'd be sick for three weeks and then like you would get better. You'd be sick for like a week and a half and then you'd get better and then you'd like start working. And then the day that you started working, the next day you'd be sicker, you'd be down again. And then you'd be like fine for two weeks and then you'd be sick again the following week. Yeah, and so it was this interval of like be sick for a week and then three weeks later I was sick again for a week. And then it was like two weeks later. And mm -hmm. then it was like every, it was constant. I was like, what the heck is going on? Right. Yeah. And guys like I am, and you eat healthy. I am working yeah. out. Yeah. I am eating protein shakes, mm -hmm. protein, yeah. like organic food. Mm -hmm. Like I'm cooking for you every like night. Like home cooked meals. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't really drink anything. Yeah. Like I might have a glass of wine, like With once a, a week. Dinner. Yeah, a date night. Yeah, like maybe, like I don't smoke. Mm -hmm. Like I don't take any prescription drugs, mm -hmm. right? Like, And so we're like, why are you I'm sick like, all the time? I'm like, what is happening, yeah. right? And it I'm like- It didn't make sense. It didn't add up. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not stressed, right? Like there isn't some crazy like stress happening. Mm -hmm. And so it was really frustrating. And so I had never gone and done testing, mm -hmm. right? And so I found a coach and I found a company and they do they do all this testing. They do epigenetic testing. They do blood testing. They do colon testing, uh, like intestine testing. They do like all the tests, spit in the tube, pee in the tube, like all of it, right? Yeah. And- Poop in the French fry tray. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't gonna say it, so I, I did. I was hoping you left it off. <laughs> The, for that test you open you it up it literally looks like that like you know the little like tater tot holder like you, you get, get at, at a, a baseball game yeah 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 like the little cardboard thing uh that like french fries or tater tots go in that's so bad <laughs> i know it's so bad and it's so confusing when you see it you're like what this is, is this what for? they use okay yeah so anyways <laughs> poop testing all right there yeah. you go and um Cause I was just at the end of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I was at the end of you. I was about to end you too. I'm like, and I, guys, I've got like a concierge doctor. Yeah. Like he's more holistic. Right. And like nobody, like, it was just like, oh, like, you know, your kids are in preschool mm -hmm. and they're just coming home and bringing viruses home or whatever. And there's nothing you can do. And I'm just yeah. like, no, this is ridiculous. Like I can't even be productive. Yeah. Right. And so that's kind of one of those frustrating points. You're like, what's happening. And this is where this is where I really like, this was a huge epiphany for me because there's concepts and principles, right? Like eat more protein, yep. work out, mm -hmm. drink water, yeah. get sleep. Yeah. Like we all know these things, and right? And you were doing all and of And I was doing all of these things, mm -hmm. right? But I was still getting sick all the time. I, it was like, I wasn't allergic to any food. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, and so it was just really frustrating. So, so, but what ended up happening was I did all these tests and it came back and there was, the, there was a, a couple different main things but I'll just kind of speak to these. And this is where I really realized that everybody's body yeah. is completely different, mm -hmm. right? Like everybody's body's different. We have different genetics. We have different blood type. We have different um, orientations towards certain foods. Yeah. We have different recovery cycles. Mm -hmm. And so it was amazing to see all this testing. And so what I'd found out was basically 
I was doing intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. right? For so like years. And I was doing, and I loved it because I didn't eat until 5 p.m. Yeah, because you could just work. Because I could just work. <laughs> I was like, I didn't have to stop for lunch. I didn't get like, you know, after you eat lunch, you get all tired and you get the drag. Yeah, I just asked you if we could order lunch. You just said no. I was like, no, we're knocking these episodes out. I'm filming. I'm like, we're oh talking. Oh my God, I'm hungry. Yeah, well, you brought snacks. You'll be yeah. fine. And you act like I starve you or something. I mean, you do sometimes. <laughs> but I'm always That's hungry. That's definitely so. not true. Um, so, so I'm, I'm like... I'm like, I lost my train of thought. Where are we at? You got your test back. Oh yeah. I got my test back. And you were doing intermittent fasting. And I was doing intermittent fasting. And so, and so I, I loved it because I'd have all this energy. I wouldn't have to stop. I wouldn't have to eat. And then I would just eat whatever the heck I wanted for dinner. And by whatever the heck I wanted, it was like a home cooked, like hello fresh, like protein, vegetable, yeah, healthy carb. And I'm cooking. It's healthy. There's like yeah. not even like, like any cream sauce on it. Cause I don't eat dairy. Right. Type of meal. And and, and I loved it. So, but what had happened was, is my metabolism is so fast that like, I really should eat somewhere between like 2,800, 3,000 calories a day. And I was only eating like 1,700. Yeah. So essentially for two years, I was just depleting my body and taxing my immune system, mm -hmm. right? Like picture like a cup of water, mm -hmm. right? And it's just like your cup of water and how full it is, is like how much stress your body could handle stress in the form of work stress, family stress, physical stress, all of those different things. And like my cup was empty because I had depleted, I didn't have enough macronutrients like like calories, you know, carbs, fats, proteins, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, so I just didn't have enough volume of food to, to maintain. And so, which I kept telling you, yeah, you, you, you kept telling me, you're like, <laughs> you're not eating enough. And I'm like, Yes, no, but I, I want to, but I want to stay lean and I look good and I have energy and I feel great. Mm -hmm. and but, I'm like, but you're sick all the time. But it didn't start until like two years later. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of unique. And to you me. also found out that, yeah, there's like people who are genetically should have more frequent meals and yeah. there's other people that should have le least yeah. frequent meals and you were intermittent fasting. You found out you were uh, the genetic type that needs more frequent meals. Yeah. And so you changed that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my genetics said eat more. Mm -hmm. uh, more often. Mm -hmm. So intermittent fasting was not, uh, it was not healthy for my, the predisposition of my genetics. I had a macronutrient deficient deficiency, which resulted in a micronutrient mm -hmm. deficiency. This is micronutrient being like magnesium, mm -hmm. potassium, blah, 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 all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Vitamin A. So, so it was, it was like a double whammy. Right. And then the other thing was that partly because of that and because I didn't have consistent sleep patterns. Like I was sleeping, but not always consistently. Yeah. You like that, wake up a bunch of times in the night. Yeah. So there's a, a serotonin and what's the other one? It's mel or melatonin. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's the other chemical? I can't remember the other hormone, but there's a, there's a, um, basically, a, I'm like, absolutely. It's a curve. I'm absolutely butchering this right now. <laughs> But basically, because I wasn't sleeping consistently in like the same windows, mm -hmm. I was getting that that huge crash. Cortisol. Yes. It's cortisol. It's cortisol and serotonin. Yeah. Is it? I can't remember. I told, yeah, we're no doctors here, guys. <laughs> so anyway, I wasn't sleeping consistently, and so it was causing this massive crash in the afternoon, right? Yeah, like the cortisol was happening when the serotonin should have been happening, and the serotonin's happening when the cortisol should have been happening, so it's waking you up in the night. Yeah, that's right. So- uh, so that was a huge thing was like consistency with sleep for me, mm -hmm. right? Massive, like the same window of time, mm -hmm. right? And then not having that crash, mm -hmm. right? 
and then the other thing that was happening um, was my lower back. Like I threw out my lower back like four times, just doing squats, like with like 135 pounds, like nothing. Like, and so I would just throw out my lower back and I would have to take pain pills for two days because I was absolutely wrecked. Yeah, like and I'm laid like, what up is happening? Theater. And guys, it's so funny. I've been training weights my whole life. I never trained my glutes. Like you don't walk into a gym and a guy's like training his freaking butt cheeks. You know what uh -huh. I mean? Like- well, like, that's not a normal thing. We're like, let's go all train the guys. Are. That's all the girls. That's train. all the girls train. But like, yeah. I never trained my glutes. And so my glutes had, had been underdeveloped mm -hmm. to all the other muscles in my body. I could train legs, but I didn't just do glutes, yeah, right? You, just have, you have like a cute little bubble butt, babe. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good now. It's getting there. So, so, so because my glutes were underdeveloped, my lower back, right? My lower back was taking the strain mm -hmm. that my glutes should have been taking and so I started doing that glute exercises and all of this pain's gone away. I haven't thrown it out since, right? So it's just this, this like whole idea of like in custom individualized health mm -hmm. is like, that's the direction that the market's going anyways. Yeah. Um, and that's where I'm like, people argue online like forever about the best methodologies. And I'm just like, guys, like you got to understand your body. Yeah. And so you got to get your testing, getting done. testing done. Yeah. Getting, getting clarity on you and your problems and yeah. working with somebody, working with a coach. Like I hired a coach, I invested because our heart follows our treasure and I won't take something seriously unless I pay for it, mm -hmm. right? So I did that. And like custom supplementation, there's companies that will custom formulate mm -hmm. supplements yep. for your, your deficiencies, mm -hmm. right? And it's so funny because everyone's out there doing like, oh, NAD is so sick and this is like the newest thing. And, and I'm like, NAD does nothing for you if you are not deficient in it. Yeah. So there's an antioxidant test. NAD is an antioxidant, right? Like pomegranate's an antioxidant. Blueberry's yeah, an antioxidant. NAD's an antioxidant. There's like 40 of them, mm -hmm. right? And so I literally have an immunity protocol yeah. where if I start feeling sick or if I'm traveling. Yeah, because I, of I, a test you did. It because showed of a test. You. Yeah. It showed you. It showed your immune response to a specific antioxidant mm -hmm. and certain antioxidants for me, it was like six out of the 40 mm -hmm. produced an, 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 a high immune response, mm -hmm. meaning like it, my immune system kicked into gear. Like one of ours is like, both of ours is like shiitake mushrooms. Mayataki. Mayataki. It's like mayataki mushrooms is one of both, both of ours. So I have like six things in a bag and I take them whenever I start feeling sick or if I'm traveling. Mm -hmm. And that like I have, guys, if you don't take like stimulants, like you don't feel supplements. Like, yeah. Like, you can't tell me that you've yeah, taken when a you supplement. Take a magnesium pill you're like, you're you like, don't feel anything when you take a multivitamin. You yeah. don't feel anything when you take most supplements. Mm -hmm. I feel, literally I feel energy when I take it. Like my body's getting a boost. Like there's a response. There's a response, right. And that was huge, right? And I, I would have never known that. And like it changes. So I retest every six months and then now I have a different protocol, yep. which is super cool. Mm -hmm. And now you like, hardly ever get sick besides like when our kid brought the stomach flu home like a month ago uh, that was terrible but we all went out with that one but yeah. you really haven't you haven't been sick at all no and if i do it's like a day mm -hmm. if i get if i catch something like it's a day but but it's crazy so i got a whoop band so i'm super into whoop yeah if you guys see my little whoop band <laughs> he's here, a true believer i'm a believer in the whoop I'm, I'm, I'm about it so there's this metric called hrv mm -hmm. heart rate variability mm -hmm. and hrv is like one of the coolest overall indicators of health. Mm -hmm. And what's important with HRV is not the number on a scale. It's, it's, is it going up or down? Yeah. Like right? everyone's numbers unique to them. Yeah, like everyone my... has a different baseline. Yes. And so heart rate variability, HRV is basically the time between your heart rates 
your, your, your heart beats. Yeah. So if your heart beats like boom, 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 it's the variance in the time between beats. Mm -hmm. So hot, higher variance is more relaxed, right? Mm -hmm. If it, so you think it's like, dun, 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 dun. but if, if you're more stressed and your body's under more load, it's mm -hmm. da, 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 da. So you have lower yeah. variance, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. more consistent. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So this is the coolest number because when my HRV is low, I don't cold plunge. Yep. Because cold plunge is great for you, but it's also a stressor on your body. Mm -hmm. If my HRV is super low, I don't work out yeah. because that's a stressor on my body, mm -hmm. right? If it's high, I'm like, I'm going to freaking crush it today. I'm going to sauna. I'm going to cold plunge. I'm going to run. I'm going to work out yeah. like today. You actually sauna when it's lower and you cold plunge when it's higher. Sorry, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was just like the, so, <laughs> so these are like, these are like little things that, that, that when you know your own body mm -hmm. and I just glance, I look at the data for two minutes and I'm like, okay, cool. Push it today. Don't push it today. That's all it really gives me. Right. Mm -hmm. And then your sleep cadence is on there. It's like consistent bed and wake times mm -hmm. is massive for your overall feeling. So it's not just get the eight hours or the seven or the nine or, you know, everybody's different. And I think people, should, most people inherently know, like you've, you've gone to sleep a lot of times in your life. You've got a lot of sleeps. Yes. Right. Like our four-year-old, she's like, when is that thing happening? And time's hard for kids. Mm -hmm. So we're like three more sleeps, <laughs> yeah. right? That's how we measure time. So you've been through a lot of sleeps, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, so you've been through a lot of sleep. So it's like, it's like, you know, if I get nine hours, I'm, I feel better or I'm groggy or if I get seven, like figure out what that is for you. Right. And then just be consistent with the wake and sleep time. And that does like incredible wonders for you. Yeah. And tell, tell, tell them what we got on our bed. Cause that was oh, huge. Oh, my chili pad. Yeah. I think they call it a chili sleep now, right? It was a chili pad and then they named it sleep me, I think. Sleep me, sleep me, something like that. But it's this like little, um, like mat that's really thin that goes under your sheet on your bed, but it like wraps around the mattress and it'll cool or heat up your bed to like any temperature. So guys, that's all we're gonna talk about on today's episode of Entrepreneur Health Hacks on the Big Business Mistake Show. But we're gonna jump to part two here. So just stay tuned and we'll jump right into part two on the next episode.